Hey everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how relaxation is literally a myth and how working is actually the only way you can really relieve stress. So let's get right into it. Okay, honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot because it's like AP exam season. If you don't know what those are, they're basically for high school students. If you choose to take harder, like, college-level classes, they're called AP classes, and at the end of the year, you have a bunch of consecutive AP exams for each AP class you've taken, and they, like, so basically, if you pass it, you can get college credit, and if you don't pass, you don't get college credit. But you have to get like a certain score in most good colleges to actually get the credit for it. So it's kind of really stressful, especially if you've taken an AP class like over the fall because you have to relearn all of it before the spring exam, which is the boat I'm in right now because I have AP US history like literally next Friday. Um, And I have like calculus and a few other ones. But, you know... As these exams are approaching, I'm obviously under a lot of stress. But let me tell you what I've learned. What I've learned is that relaxing does absolutely nothing to appease your stress. So if you're really stressed out about something, like maybe you have a dream that you really want to like put into action. Maybe you have like a business you're trying to start. If you're stressed or worried about something performing well or like you doing well on something, just put in more work. I've found that work literally solves all of my stress-related issues because there's absolutely no way to really feel stressed if you're doing something about the issue that you have. So if you're worried, like I used to be worried, you know, because I'm a content creator, about my videos performing well. I used to be stressed, like, oh, is this one going to perform well? I'm nervous. What if no one likes it? I used to have these, like, thoughts just telling me that I should be stressed. And then guess what happened? Instead of being stressed about it and, you know, continuing on that route of not putting much time into my production and having to worry about my videos naturally doing well or not, I just put an extra work to my videos now. Like, I edit them, I make them good, I put in the work, and then I'm not stressed about them when I upload them because I've worked so hard on those videos that they always do well. They always pull in numbers because I put the work into these videos. But if you don't put in the work, for example, like if I just didn't edit a video at all and slapped it onto Instagram, that thing is going to get like 10 likes. And I would have to worry about like, is it going to, you know, get some traction or not? Because you don't know when you don't put in the work. You basically leave everything else in the hands of other people and God. And while God can help you on a lot of things, The Bible is pretty clear about hard work, and it makes it pretty clear in Proverbs that the people who just kind of piddle away their time, like, during a harvest season, are going to literally be living, like, in poverty. God makes it pretty clear that the diligent people are the ones who actually get what they want in life. So, before you start complaining about stress, and I know this is controversial because mental health is, like, 
this giant movement that's like sprouted wings and like flown across the world. Look, honestly, mental health is real. I'm not going to deny that mental health is real because, you know, some days I do kind of, (laughs) this is kind of sad to say, but some days I do like exhibit symptoms of depression. Sometimes I do kind of have those like really bad periods of like, you know, just kind of letting my life fall into shambles, you know, and I think it's real. Like depression and anxiety are definitely real, of course, but I feel like a lot of people nowadays are overusing the term. I can say, you know, I have like brief periods of like depressive symptoms, but would I say I'm depressed? Absolutely not. But a lot of people like to just slap a label onto everything to make excuses for their laziness. Like, a lot of people like, oh my gosh, I see students do it all the time. Like, people just make excuses. Like, these are literally, like, rich kids I see coming into class, like, making excuses about, like, depression keeping them from doing their homework. And it's like, I get when it's, like, family circumstances because you can't control those and those can definitely affect you, but some people I know, like, actually have, like, loving families and, like, you know, money, and they're still, like, making excuses about, like, depression and anxiety holding them back. And I'm not going to say that they don't have depression or anxiety, because, you know, you can't make generalizations about anyone or assumptions. But what I can say is that even if you do have depression or anxiety, even if you do have actual obstacles that make things a lot harder for you, that doesn't mean that you can't get things done. That is never an excuse to not try. And in fact, I love it when I have like these obstacles in my life because it just empowers me. It makes it all that more satisfying when I can actually get stuff done, even with those obstacles in my way. I find it just so empowering because it's like, you know, when I'm having like kind of symptoms of depression or burnout, I keep pushing and I feel so much better than if I had done nothing. Because the moment you feel bad is when you just let your life fall to shambles. It's when you stop trying that you feel bad. Have you ever noticed that? It's when you don't do what you know that you should do. You would feel fine. You would feel a lot less depressed and anxious and stressed if you just put in the work, even when you were depressed, anxious, and stressed. Because let me tell you what's not going to fix depression, anxiety, or stress. Doing nothing. I guarantee doing nothing will make everything worse. Think about it. Depression, if you're doing nothing oh, great, you're just left alone with your depressive thoughts. You're literally just, like, sitting there in your room watching TV, left alone with just these thoughts of, like, absolute kind of, like, doom and gloom. You don't want to be left alone with these thoughts. You know what? If you're solving integrals and taking derivatives of functions, do you actually think that depression's going to be on your mind? Absolutely not. Ever since I've started dedicating all of my free hours to studying for my AP exams, my depressive symptoms have just floated away because my mind is so busy with, like, all the facts that I'm shoving into it. And honestly, I'm not saying that you should ignore, like, 
if you have an actual mental health disorder or like if you have emotions because studies have proven that if you try to like shove an emotion away by like working all the time it will make it worse so you need to realize like take what i say with a grain of salt if you do have emotional issues or like something that's really really like clouding up your emotional state I am a big advocate of journaling and meditation. You need to get that out of your system because otherwise it will make it like a lot harder for you to get stuff done. And, you know, that's the type of obstacle that's avoidable. And if there's an obstacle that's avoidable, you don't need to let it perpetuate because ultimately making life easy is what you should aim to do. But if you do have an obstacle that you can't control, as I said earlier, let that empower you. But let's think about the other types of symptoms that relaxing will not alleviate. Anxiety. You're worried about something. Well, guess what? You wouldn't be worried if you were fixing the issue. If you just sit around and think about how worried you are, like, about an upcoming test or, like, about whether, you know, someone's going to do something you want or not. Like, maybe you need a teacher to do something for you. You're waiting on, like, a business deal. You're waiting on a cold call with, like, a client. Guess what? If you're not taking matters into your own hands, you will continue to worry. Because, like, you're just sitting there. Like, life is completely out of your control. That's an awful position to be in. Of course, you're going to be stressed and anxious. That is why I say that working is literally the cure to everything. If you're worried about, like, something with a client or a teacher or someone else that you need a favor from, send them an email, write them a text, get it done. Like, don't let people, you know, plunge your life into stress and anxiety because you're waiting on them to do you favors. Like, you know, give them a nudge if you need to. Like, or just find someone else to do that favor for you because sitting around and, like, waiting on one person to do something for you is an awful position to be in. It is an awful position. And you can't be a powerful person if you're always, like, depending and waiting on other people for stuff. You just can't. You need to take matters into your own hands if you want to be successful, ultimately. It does not matter if people think that you're, like, you know annoying or like, you know, too tightly wound, you need to get what you want in this life. Do not let people hold you back. Like, if you want something, go after it. Don't be afraid to ask people for favors or like, go after what you want. And ultimately, I think that stress is just a direct result of you not knowing the outcome of something. All fear is, is, you know, the quote goes, fear is just the unknown. If you don't know what's going to happen in the future, well, why don't you take things into your own hands? Like, why just let the cards fall randomly? No, you pick out exactly which cards from the deck you want and you slap them down onto the table because you are the one in control of your life. And a lot of people are living passively, like they're letting things happen to them, then reacting. No, you decide what happens to you. Like, initially, when you start to live actively, you're still going to have to, like, react to a few circumstances falling into your lap. But once you start to really grasp the reins, then from that point forward, you can pretty much control what happens in your life. 
Like, if you move from being a spectator to being a participant in your life, it will make all the difference. Way too many people are just spectating their own lives, like watching stuff happen and then, you know, talking about it with friends like, oh, I'm so upset, blah, 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 happened. Literally, why? Why? Just why? So many people just walk around life letting bad things happen to them and then they just go around and like complain about it to everyone and they just throw a pity party for themselves about their poor fortune when literally it's in their hands. Like, what's happening right now, you have a good amount of control over. And a lot of people don't exercise the control that they have over their own life. They just let other people do it for them. And that's something you need to realize. If you're not taking control of your life, other people are controlling you and you are the puppet. I guarantee it. You can 100% see it with social media. Because 99% of people on social media are just mindless consumers. They don't produce content, so they're just being, like, you know, puppeteered by whatever their algorithm pushes their way. You're not actually in control if you're just scrolling. You are completely out of control. Like, you have no control over what comes in your feed. You're just being, like, influenced in all these different ways neurologically, by what's on your feed, and you have no control over it. That's why I really, like, I almost never scroll social media. I instead only publish content, because I take active control over my social media experience. And, like, I'm not on there to scroll, I'm on there to help people, which is why I just post, and I really, like, I don't post personal things often. Um, I just, you know, for one, I think it's just generally kind of vain, And that's, like, a really big sin that I'm trying to, like, separate myself from. Um, Because I think it can be easy for us nowadays to get really concerned with our image. You know, kind of so much so that we abandon morality. And I think that just, like, if you're posting just for, like, you know, personal vanity that really puts you out of control because then you're being completely controlled by the number of people who like your selfie and that really does not feel good. Like, it does not feel good like waiting for people to comment on your post or like it. It just puts you in a position where you're not in power. You know, something I've been thinking about so much lately, you know, that kind of relates to this whole like work is the solution to stress thing. When you're working... You're like, your energy is only your own. Like, I've been thinking about this so much. Whenever you're happiest, it's usually when all of your, like, energy is just there with you. If you're thinking about other people or other things, it's kind of like your energy is just leaving and kind of, like, traveling over to whatever you're thinking about. That's the way I like to think of it. But when, like, all of your energy is just focused on yourself and what you're doing and the work that you're doing, it's like you become so powerful mentally and physically because all of your energy is there in the room with you. Like, if your mind's wandering and you're thinking about, like, I don't know, like, an ex-boyfriend or, like, a test that you need to study for, then your energy is just, like, it drains out of you and it goes to whatever you're thinking about and it leaves you weak. But when you're really focusing in the present moment, you become so powerful. And it really helps a lot with happiness, too. Like, 
you know, when I'm living in the present moment and when I'm directing all my attention towards work and focusing on school, all my energy is there with me and you just feel so good because, like, there's nothing to worry about because your energy is there with you and you're taking control of your life. Like, you know, my scores on the AP exams are completely within my control and I've been doing everything I can to make sure that they're good because I realized that, like, I could just leave this up to fate. I could just decide to not study and, like, you know, just let things happen as they may. But then that would leave me in a position of just absolute stress because I wouldn't know what to expect on test day and I would basically be at the mercy of whatever questions the college board decides to put on my tests. So, you know, if you want to be a powerful individual, a successful individual, you need to take control over your own life and you need to work because as long as you're working, no one can beat you. Absolutely no one. Because think about it, even with really talented people, they're not working all the time. But if you think about it this way, the more you work, like the less time you spend wasting, the harder it becomes for people to beat you at anything. The more and more that you keep working and stop resting, the harder it is for anyone to, you know, come out on top. Because not many people nowadays are willing to do that. Too many people have fallen into the trap that society is pushing of, you know, watching TV and listening to garbage rap music is really good for your mental health and you need to do all that to relax. You absolutely do not. Society, as I've said before in a previous episode, pushes the agenda that fun equals doing, like, cheap dopamine activities. Cheap dopamine activities are things like watching TV, you know, eating junk food, um, drinking, partying. All of those are just, like, cheap sources of dopamine that are short-lasting and just leave you wanting more and more. Those types of things, that definition of fun will just cause you to become addicted to not being productive, which is what society wants, because guess what? If you're not being productive, then the people who are being productive just keep getting more and more wealthy while you're sitting on your butt, like, watching reality TV because you've fallen into this trap of thinking that the only way to relax is by being unproductive, when in reality... The best way to relax is by being productive. You can still enjoy being productive. People tend to think that, like, work has to be something agonizing and miserable. It absolutely does not. Work can be literally reading a self-improvement book. Work can be, like, you know, even going on a walk because you're still being productive. Like, as long as you're doing something that's good for your future, that counts as work in my book. So, you know... It doesn't have to be miserable, but those activities actually will bring you, like, more stable and long-lasting dopamine than any of the fun activities that society pushes will bring you. So that's why I say that absolutely, absolutely, work is really the only way to relieve stress. So this week, I want you to, like, take your life back into your own hands and put in the work, because that is the only way you can really, like, remove stress from your life. 